Hey, what's up, guys? Here on my audio show here on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. How you guys doing today? I'm your host, Zach Jackson, and we got a great show for you guys here on our audio show. So let's get right to it. We got three segments today. First up, before we get to the three segments, I want a little shout out to the YouTube show on the Fire Sports Pod. Um, we are going to be changing the date for our uh, record for our um, recording and posting. We're going to do it on the same day. Uh, it's actually going to be on Wednesdays, every Wednesday from three to five. That's where we're going to do. It's going to be the new time slot, and it's going to be the new recording. And we're going to have that and post that on Wednesdays from three to five. Definitely check it out. It's going to be the new thing, and that's how we're going to roll from now on. So. First up, we're going to be going over this weekend's college football matchups and who am I picking to win each matchup. Second segment for our show today, we're going to be going over some college basketball rankings out of the top 25 so far and what are my thoughts on them. And then on number three on our se- on our final segment of today's audio show here on Spotify and Apple Podcasts on the Fire Sports Pod, we're going to be going over some NHL records and why I think the top teams with the best records right now won't sustain what they're doing now come playoff time. So let's get right to it, guys. So first up, we're going to go over some college football games this weekend. First tomorrow on Thursday night, we got Virginia at number 11, Louisville. I'm going with number 11, Louisville at home beating Virginia. Then on Saturday at 12 noon, you got Texas Tech at number 19, Kansas. I'm going with number 19, Kansas, taking the win at home against Texas Tech. Then you got number 8, Alabama at unranked Kentucky. I hate Alabama, but I'm going with Alabama to get the win at Kentucky. Then you have probably the game of the night. You got number 2, Michigan at number 19. Oh, number nine, Penn State at 12 noontime. I hate both teams, but I'm going to go with the lesser team. I'm going to go with Penn State. Since we've already beaten Penn State, my Ohio State Buckeyes have already beaten Penn State, I'm going with Penn State to take the win at home against Michigan. Then you have Tulsa versus number 20, Tulane. I'm going with number 20, Tulane to take the win over Tulsa. Then you got Old Dominion against number 25 ranked Liberty. I'm going with Old Dominion with the upset over number 25, Liberty. Then you have Arizona, number 23, at Colorado. I've been trying to go for Colorado every single week, and they keep disappointing me. So I'm going to go with number 23, Arizona, to beat Colorado at Colorado. Then you have Connecticut, unranked Connecticut, against number 21, James Madison. I'm going to go with Connecticut with the upset over number 21, James Madison. Then you have another really good top 20 ranking game between number 14 Tennessee and number 16 Missouri at number 16 Missouri at 3:30 p.m. Eastern time on Saturday, November 11th. I'm going to go with Missouri taking the upset win at home against Tennessee. Then another top 15 matchup between number 5 Washington is home against a number 13 Utah. I'm going to go with the upset here and I'm going to go with number 13 Utah taking down a number 5 Washington Washington. And then you have Miami versus Florida State at Florida State. Florida State is the fourth ranked team in the nation on 3.30 p.m. Eastern time on Saturday, November 11th. I'm going to go with Florida State taking the win at home. Then you have number 15th ranked Oklahoma State visiting UCF at UCF. I'm going with number 15 Oklahoma State taking the win over UCF. Then you have Stanford, unranked Stanford at number 12 Oregon State. I'm going with number 12, Oregon State, to take the win here. Then you have a top 10 matchup between number 1, Georgia, 
And number 10, Mississippi. Now, I'm going to go with... Oh, uh, the, the rankings are a little off now, um, but um, the, the new CP rankings haven't came out yet. But for right now, uh, Ohio State is at number one, uh, and Georgia's at number two. So that that's the new rankings uh, for right now. Michigan is at three, and then four is Florida State, and five is Washington. So those, those are the new rankings, uh, if you guys are wondering. They got a little off here. This is the NCAA football, a little off here. But... Um, we're going to go with number 10, Mississippi, uh, Ole Miss versus Georgia at Georgia. I'm going to go with the upset as Mississippi takes the win at Georgia. Then you got West Virginia at Oklahoma. I'm going to go with Oklahoma taking the win over West Virginia. Then you have Texas against TCU. I'm going with Texas taking the win at TCU. Then you got Florida at LSU, I'm taking LSU all day, every day. And then you have my Ohio State Buckeyes home on 7.30 p.m. Mr. time on Saturday against Michigan State as we will destroy Michigan State and Ohio State will take the win at home. Then you have Duke against UNC, ranked 24 UNC. I'm going with UNC taking the win over Duke. And then you have Oregon over UC, USC. I'm going to go with USC with the upset over Oregon. I think there's going to be an upset alert. But uh, moving on from that, uh, we do have a matchup where uh, there is uh, they have they have a week eleven. This is week eleven of the uh, of the college football playoffs. Uh, we do also have uh, what to call it um, week twelve up, but not fully up. All teams are in the Eastern Time. Okay, so we don't have fully up. Um, I believe the Michigan-Ohio State game is in Week 13 uh, because Michigan next week, Ohio State plays Minnesota and Michigan plays Maryland. So I think it's the 13th week. Uh, let me double-check with you guys uh, when Ohio State and Michigan uh, play because this is going to be for um, basically to get to the playoffs and whoever gets the best ranking. Uh, so, yeah, actually, no. Uh yeah, actually we do. So week thirteen, uh week uh, week eleven, uh is this week. Week twelve is next week. We play Michigan State. We play Minnesota, and then week thirteen on November twenty fifth, we play at Michigan. Uh, as number one Ohio State takes on number three Michigan. Now a lot of things could change, but then there we have two more games. But uh, it's going to be a matchup for of the of the century. Let's go, my Ohio State Buckeyes. But moving on from college football. We're going to go into some uh, college basketball rankings and what I, th- what I think of them. So first up, we have the Illinois at number 25. Uh, then you have Alabama at number 24. Then you have St. Mary's at 23. Then you have Villanova at 22. You have Southern California at 21, the Trojans. You have t- number 20, Baylor. Um... You have at 19, North Carolina. At 18, the Texas Longhorns. At 17, San Diego Aztecs. San Diego State. And then at number 16, you got my Kentucky Wildcats, which I think they should be a little bit better than that. At number 15, you got Texas A&M. At number 14, you got Arkansas. At number 13, you got Miami. At number 12, you got Arizona. At number 11, you got Gonzaga. At number 10, you got Florida Athletic Owls. 
At number nine, you got Tennessee. At number eight, you got Creighton. Creighton's really good this year. At number seven, you got Houston. At number six, you got UConn. At number five, you got Marquette. At four, you got Michigan State. At three, you got Purdue. At Duke, uh, number two is Duke. And number one is Kansas. Now, the only thing that's crazy is that James Madison, in overtime, beat Michigan State uh, just a couple days ago, 79-76 in overtime. Uh, so they're definitely dropping. It's the first time Tom Izzo lost the game in November. They, he was previously 73-0, and and he is now 73-1. and um, Do I think Kentucky's in the top 10? Uh, I think they are better than the Florida Atlantic Owls. I would have Kentucky at number 10. Um, I would have Gonzaga up. At number nine, at number nine, and I have Tennessee back to number eleven, uh, and then I would have twelve keep Arizona, thirteen Miami, fourteen Arkansas, fifteen Texas A and M, and then I would put, uh, I would put uh, Tennessee. Uh, I probably would put uh, Florida back with Kentucky is at number sixteen, and then take. Um, Tennessee and put them at 11 where Gonzaga is, put Gonzaga where Tennessee is at 9, and I would have Kentucky at 10. That's how I would have it, and everything else I think looks good. Uh, Michigan State is definitely dropping, so everybody would probably go up, so instead of Gonzaga at 9, they'll be at 8, and then Kentucky would be at 9, and then everything goes down since they lost to an unranked opponent in James Madison, uh, first game of the year. So that's going to be a shocker to the uh, NCAA um, top 25 rankings for the college basketball, but we'll see what happens and how that affects it. Uh, but other than that, for the 25 teams that I uh, covered just now, I believe that, that the ranking is not, not that bad. I would just change Kentucky from 16, put them at 10, take Florida and Atlanta Owls and put them at 16, and I would take Gonzaga at 11, put them at 9, and put Tennessee at 11. Um, but with Michigan State's loss, I would put them everybody up. So... Um, I would have everybody just go up. So then Tennessee would be at 10. Kentucky would be at 9. And then Gonzaga will be at 8. And then followed by Creighton at 7. And then advice for everything. Everything goes up from there. And then Michigan State will fall uh, very, probably very low um, since they lost to unranked James Madison uh, a couple days ago in overtime. So uh, it's going to be, it's gonna be a, a difficult one. To see what happens there. Uh, but moving on from college basketball. Just a quick little rankings for you guys. Uh, college basketball starting up. You got Bronny James playing for USC. Uh, the Trojans. Uh, let's see how they do this year. Remember he still has to pass a medical test. To see if he's uh, clear to play this year. And if everything goes well he will be. If everything doesn't. Uh, let's hope that... Uh, uh, let's hope that everything does so he can play because I would love to see Bronny James in college basketball and see him um, uh, kick some behind in college basketball. But we are going to be moving on from college basketball. We're going to be going into the NHL standing so far. I know I covered this last week, but we're going to cover it a little different. We're going to be going over some NHL records and why I think some of the top teams right now with the best records won't sustain uh, these records uh, come playoff time. Now, listen to what I'm saying. Listen to what I'm saying, guys. So first up, you got the Boston Bruins. In 12 games, they're 10-1-1. and They have 21 points. And then if you look at the 
Uh, that was the Atlantic Division. If you look at the Pacific Division, the Vegas Knights that won the Stanley Cup last year are 11-1-1 with 23 points. So you have the two best teams in the league uh, with 23 points, with Vegas leading the charge at 11-1-1, and Boston second with 10-1-1 and 21 points. Now, do I think they'll be in the playoffs, both of these teams? Yes. Do I think they'll sustain these runs like they are now? No. I don't think they're going to be one of the those two teams are going to be... Uh, going to sustain this during playoff time. If you saw with Boston last year, uh, Boston had the best record in the NHL for uh, for f- years and years, or forever, um, and they lost to the Panthers in Game 7. So, not all the time the best teams make it. And you saw back with basketball in Golden State back in 2016, they went 73-9, and best team ever, record-wise, and they lost to the Cleveland Cavaliers in Game 7 when LeBron James came back from a 3-1 comeback. So, it's sometimes with the having the best record during the regular season, it doesn't effing matter if you are so good in the regular season. You have to sustain that in the playoffs, and that's what the Bruins didn't. Vegas wasn't as good as the Bruins and wasn't as good as a lot of other people, but they were good, they were respected, and Vegas played Panthers, and no one expected the Panthers to be in it. And this is how they started last season off. Panthers weren't, they were in the middle of the pack. They were at the bottom. They weren't so good. Panthers are right now 6-4-1 with 13 points in their division. They're 1, 2, 3, 4. They're in the fifth spot behind, uh, ahead of the Sabres, the Canadians, and the Senators. So if you look at it, again, how they started off last year, a little on the slow side, getting things going. But once it comes close to the playoff time, they start kicking to all cylinders. And that's the same thing that goes for a lot of other teams. So I don't think that these two teams are going to sustain these big leads and these big wins and these big amount of points up until through the playoffs because that's what happens and a lot of those teams lose. There's not a lot of those teams that have the best record in the NBA and the best record in this and best record in the NHL and best record in the regular season and they have success in the NBA playoff and in the playoff in the NHL playoffs, NBA playoffs, NFL playoffs. It doesn't work like that. I, I remember New England. They won one. They lost one game in the in the in the regular season. They didn't even win the Super Bowl. Uh, they didn't lose any game. They they didn't win the Super Bowl. They needed to win the Super Bowl to complete the season. Um, and just a little thing in. I know we're talking about that. Anthony Davis is out um, with a left abductor spasms. Won't play in Houston. Lakers hopeful he'll return in the lineup Friday versus the Suns. So that's not good. I know I just jumped that, but that was just news that just came out of the NBA on ESPN. So that's not good. Uh, but move back to the NHL-wise. Um, I believe that, to be honest, people are going to be sleeping on these two teams. Uh, it's going to be Colorado and the Rangers. I think a lot of people are sleeping on the Rangers in Colorado. Right now, the Rangers are 9-2-1 and in 12 games that they played in 19 points. Uh, and then you have Colorado, which is 8-3-0 and with 16. But if you cannot take out, Vancouver Canucks are playing a hell of a year. They're 9-2-1 with 19 points behind Vegas in their Pacific Division. Colorado is 8-3-0 with 16 points, but Dallas is right behind them with 7-3-1 and 15 points. And then you go into the Metropolitan Division. The Rangers are 9-2-1. Hurricanes are 8-5-0 with 16 points. So we have a big, uh, uh, somewhat of a lead over them. They have three losses than us. They have played one more game than us. Uh, the Devils also are seven four and one. They have played one. Uh, they have played one less game, one less win than I, we I do. Uh, um, the Rangers do, and they have two more losses than we do. But they have fifteen points. Hurricanes have sixteen. The Rangers have nineteen. Uh, then the Colorado. 
uh, has 16, Dallas has 15, and right behind them are Winnipeg Jets at 6-4-2 with 14 points. Uh, and if you look at the, the LA Kings, they're 7-2-2 two two with 16 behind the Canucks in the Pacific Division. Then if you look at the Atlantic Division, the Boston Bruins are 10-1-1 with 21, Tampa Bay 6-3-4. With 16, so they got a little bit of a lead there. Uh, but in that thread, Red Rings are seven five and one with 15. Met, um, Maple Leafs are tw- uh, six four and two with 14. Florida's six four and one with 13. Buffalo is six six and one with 13. And Canadians are five five and two with 12. The Senators are horrible. They're four six and zero with eight points. Uh, the in the Metropolitan Division, you have the Islanders with five three and three with 13. Washington Capitals five four and one with eleven. Columbus Blue Jackets are four five and three with eleven. The Flyers are five seven and one with eleven. And the Pittsburgh Penguins are five six and zero with ten. Then if you go to the Central Division, uh in the Western Conference, you got Colorado eight three and zero with sixteen. Dallas with seven three and one with fifteen. Jets are six four two and fourteen. Arizona six five and one and thirteen. Minnesota has five wins, five losses. Uh, and two with 12 points. Uh, St. Louis Blues have a, a 5 5 1 and 11. Predators are 5 7 0 and 10. Chicago Blackhawks are 4 7 0 and 8. And then if you move to the Pacific Division, you have the Ducks after the Kings with 7 5 and 0 with 14. Then you have the Kraken 4 6 and 3 with 11. You have the Flames 4 7 and 1 with 9. And you have the Oilers 2 8 and 1 with 5. And you have the San Jose, San Jose Sharks 1 10 and 1 with 3. So by far, the Sharks are the worst team in the league. Then the second worst would be. Um, hold up. The second worst would be the Blackhawks at 4 7 0 with 8 points. And then the third worst would be. Uh, the Senators, which are four six and zero with eight points, and then the 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 fourth worst, which is probably the better out of all of them, is the Penguins, which is five six and zero with ten points. So all 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 teams are really close in in points. Really, the first like six six teams in each division, and and each conference are are close in in some facet of points wise. You got. Uh, after Boston in the in the Atlantic Division, you have Tampa with sixteen, Detroit with fifteen, Maple Leafs with fourteen, Florida with thirteen, Sabres with thirteen, and the Canadians with twelve. In all in all, what separates Tampa from the Canadians is four points and one win. That's just ridiculous. And then in the Metropolitan Division, you have the Rangers at nineteen. Then you have the Hurricanes at sixteen points. Devils 15, Islanders 13, 11 Capitals, 11 uh, Blue Jackets, 11 Flyers, and 10 Penguins. So what's separating the last team in the division to the Hurricanes is 6 points. And three losses. I mean, and then you go to the Central Division. You have Colorado at 16, number 1. Dallas 15, number 2. Jets are 14 at 3. Coyotes are 13 at 4. Wild is uh, 5 at 12. Blues are 11 at 6. Nashville is 10 at 7. And the 7 teams out of the 8 in in the Central Conference are separated by 6 points and 3 losses. 
Then in the Pacific Division, you kind of, other than Vegas, you kind of got the same thing. You got Vancouver with 19, Kings with 16, 14 with the, it's a little less. So the Pacific Division is a lot more of gaps. But the all three of the other divisions, the Central Metropolitan and the Atlantic Division, they're all separated. They're all very close other than the Pacific Division. Because they're more spread apart. But other than that, guys, that is pretty much it for my you um, for my Apple Podcast and Spotify audio show here on the Fire Sports Pod, where everything we do here is far. You guys know the drill. Hope you guys enjoyed my audio show. Again, like I said, we are going to be posting our YouTube show on the Fire Sports Pod, our audio and uh, our audio show here on Apple Podcast and Spotify app between three and five on Wednesdays for the foreseeable future until there is a change. If so. Uh, I will let you guys know. Hope you guys enjoyed my audio show. I'm happy uh, to be tuning in. I hope you guys are tuning into this. This is a great show. And I catch you, I'll catch you guys next week on Wednesday between 3 and 5. Have a great rest of your night. And enjoy this weekend of sports. Peace out.